Hello. Hello. I'm Justin. I'm Allison. And this is Robots on Typewriters, episode number 140. Not prime. Definitively not prime. It is not prime day. But Ooh. it is it is a weird episode day. <laughs> it is it is a weird episode day. And that's because we're in the same room. Yeah. Woo, those waveforms look beautiful. Peaky. And peaky blinders. Yeah, that's that's true. It's not a lie. We are both in New Jersey in an undisclosed location. In Justin's sister's room. This is also correct, yes. An undisclosed location. We won't tell you where we are in her room, but we are, <laughs> are in we her room. Are we on the floor? Are we under the table? Are we on the bed? Are we in the desk chair? No. No. <laughs> You'll never know. But yeah, that's, uh, that's a nice... Uh, that's a spicy meatball. That is a spicy meatball. Um, and what are we doing here? Well, we're uh, sitting... In an undisclosed location, talking about computational creativity. That's right. Robots on Typewriters is a podcast all about computational creativity. Uh, robots, AI, machine learning, uh, algorithms, and other computer-based systems and programs and whatnot. Machine Gun Kelly. Machine Gun Kelly. Uh, <laughs> artificial Gun Kelly. I don't even know who that is, quite honestly. All of those things used to make creative content, used to make art and music and comedy and drama and uh, pottery. And pottery, I bet. I Often. mean, it's got to be on the horizon. It's probably, there's probably a rich uh, pot, AI pottery vein that we've not delved into yet. But It's one of those things that we just don't like to talk about because it's all visual. It's I true. mean, like, what are we going to say? Nice pot? Yeah, nice pot. Who nice cares? pot. Who cares? Uh, so instead, today, we're going to get to our two segments on the show, the first of which is the Zesty Hat, in which we highlight some computational creativity from around the internet, and the second of which is the Trashy Toy, where we play a game using the computational tools we feature on the show. And this week, I will be delivering the Zesty Hat, and it is a visual medium, so, <laughs> so much for not doing pottery. So this week's Zesty Hat comes from... Uh, a New Yorker article I saw this weekend about um, an interesting piece of machine learning, a image recognizing software. This was called The Pastry AI That Learned to Fight Cancer. This was written by James Summers and came out in March. Uh, this was a, a really interesting little story I saw bouncing around and then I got to read the, uh, the full, the full write up at The New Yorker. Um, so let's let's go back in time to the year 2013. Ooh. Um, and in 2013, uh, image recognizers were they were starting to catch on. We were finally getting the computer power needed for really good, fast um, image classifiers. And a system was uh, released in Japan called Bakery Scan. A uh, a programmer named. Hisashi Kambe uh, started licensing this deep learning image classifier to bakeries and grocery stores. Um, and the purpose of it was that you'd have a little camera above like the checkout area uh, at the grocery store or the bakery. It would just see what you were putting over the like where you would normally scan groceries. It would see, you know, a croissant or a donut or a bear claw or whatever. 
Um, the the example I keep seeing is it can tell donuts from bear claws and now or croissants from bear claws and now it can tell cancer cells apart. Uh, but it, it could do whatever bakery items the bakery had. Um, and the idea was it could uh, it could give local bakers a hand by doing basic tasks like distinguishing croissants <laughs> from bear claws, cutting down on employee training. Did, oh. did bakery employees not have that ability before? <laughs> I mean, look, have you ever seen a croissant next to a bear claw? I, you would need years, probably a six-year degree to figure out the probably. difference. Uh, cutting down on employee training and making the checkout process more hygienic, according to the company. I can see that, not yeah. having to, like, open the bag, ruffle through some... For uh, sure, yeah. You know, rifle through, page through some croissants. Yeah. It was, it was used for that purpose. It was used to quickly tell apart the, the bakery items. Uh, but then a doctor at the Louis Pasteur Medical Center in Kyoto realized that under a microscope, different cell types, uh, especially Look the- like croissants? Yes. Yeah, so, <laughs> uh Let me find if there's a quote, a, a direct quotation from-, from I don't the know scientist. why that's like not what I expected was the like direct uh, path. No, yeah. It, it says in 2017, a doctor at that medical research center- said that uh, he realized cancer cells under a microscope look kind of like bread. So he contacted <laughs> this company to see if they could start developing a version of bakery scan for pathologists. That's so good. Um, they had already built a framework for finding interesting features in images kind of generally. So they it, they had the general framework for this. It didn't have to be bread that you trained right. it on. They just happened to give it lots of example pictures of croissants and bear claws and whatnot. But Theoretically, you could uh, feed this AI any old set of pictures and tell it, like, this is what category A is, this is what category B is. Um, so now, as the New Yorker says, instead of identifying powdered sugar or bacon, their system would take a look, take a microscope slides of urinary cells and identify and measure its nucleus. Wow. Um, yeah, so... It took uh, a couple of years of development, um, or took like a year of development by 2018. It was pretty much getting unveiled, and uh, now it has, uh, I believe they said it has 99% efficiency at telling cancerous cells from healthy cells. <laughs> telling cancerous cells from bear claws. Yeah, it, yeah, it's only good at determining whether or not whether something is a croissant. Cancer or bread in your system. <laughs> I, you have, I have bad news. You have pancreatic bear claws. <laughs> they said bakery scan has also been adapted for other purposes now. It's been used to distinguish different pills at hospitals, uh, tell one pill from another. It's been used to count the number of people in 18th century Japanese woodblock prints. So what? Like, Wait. <laughs> give it like an, an art image and it tells you like how, how many, many people, people are, are in it? that image, which like. I could do that too, I think. I, I could also tell, you know, croissants from bear claws. Well, yeah, fair. Uh, <laughs> and it can label charms and amulets being sold in shrines across the country. So okay. apparently whatever your uh, Japanese cultural uh, job is, this this brain scan, okay. uh, bakery scan can, can help you with. Incredible. Yeah. So this is just, it's kind of bordering on whether this counts as creativity, but... 
it kind of gets into something I think we're both interested in, which is repurposing things. Yeah, it's like that thing that it was made for something a lot more frivolous that has just incredible impacts because it has such a wide breadth of capability to begin with. Yeah, we normally do the exact opposite on this show. Right? Take yeah. these like serious <laughs> products and make fools of them. Yeah. But you can take silly products and make them, uh, yeah. you know, make a baker into a doctor. Exactly. Yes, and that's what's happening, right? Like, yeah, so, so everyone at the bakery was also retrained. Right, um, yeah. And it saved tons of training because yeah. they didn't have to look at croissants anymore. Exactly. And they didn't have to go to all the school, you know, they just went yeah. to, ba- they didn't have to go to doctor school. They yeah, already exactly. did bakery school. Yeah, now, exactly. Yeah. Because of this product. Yeah. Because of this AI now, you can uh, just train a bunch of teenagers at the grocery store to be yeah. oncologists. That's, yeah. Your oncologist will now be an untrained uh, teenager, 19 year old making minimum wage. It's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone wins. Everyone wins, especially the teenager making minimum wage to identify cancer. And especially the patient. Yeah. It sounds great. All right. Well, that's that. Yeah. If you want to check it out, the pastry chef that learned to fight cancer on The New Yorker. Such a good hat. And that hat being said, we are um, yesterday- we are yesterday. We are yesterday, and we are so far away. <laughs> but we're not. We're right here in the same room. Um, yesterday was Mother's Day here in the States and a lot of places, by yeah. the sound of it. Um, and uh, we recently, we th- we don't have a lot of mothers in our in our uh, repertoire. Yeah. We ha- mostly have weird teenagers. uncles and teenagers, and we've got some brothers some We've got some brothers, but we don't want to have exchange them gifts. Yeah, um, but uh, we do have one prominent mother in our pantheon. And she is prominent. She is prominent, and she is yeah, she's quite the quite the presence. And um, that would be the mother of one Inspector Roboto, who was born of the big metal bean in Chicago. My mother is the bean. And we did say that for Mother's Day we would return to the story of Inspector Roboto and um, let. Let him actually maybe once and for all interact with his mother, the bean. Um, and we did recently talk to Roboto. I think very recently. I think this might have been only two episodes ago. That's fine. But we got a little layoff anyway. Yeah. We had some layoffs here at the company and had to restructure. <laughs> yeah, we, we laid off Jack and Jake. We laid off Eve Ward. Yeah, but uh, um, we, um, yeah, so the last we uh, spoke to Roboto, he kind of went through a bit of some self-discovery. Um, we were uh, exploring his relationship with a, another figure named Oscar, who appears to just be a kind of different facet of Roboto's psyche, probably this kind of device that this personality that is uh, developed to kind of uh, shield Roboto from some of his childhood traumas yeah. or something like that. I wanted to call him like a coping mechanism, yeah. but like it's more like a coping algorithm or something. Yeah, he's, he's a, a robot. Yeah, he's a coping algorithm. Um, should we explain a little bit of who Roboto is and yes, how he exists? Yes, of course. Yeah, so Inspector Roboto is a, um, he's a, 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 you know, as it sounds, a robot cop working for the police force in Chicago. Um, and he is a character that we play on AI Dungeon with, um, if you would like to explain AI Dungeon. AI Dungeon is a completely uh, drama-free, (laughs) controversy-free website. Uh, AI Dungeon is a a website where you can play interactive text-based role-playing games that are based on GPT-3, the large language model made by OpenAI. Uh, Basically, you can 
tell a story along with the AI and the story just unfolds kind of uh, generatively as you play. You write uh, what your character does or says or uh, you write some narration and then the, the AI takes it from there and writes a couple lines itself. Um, yeah, it's all free to play. You can buy, uh, you know, higher tiered subscriptions. It's AIdungeon.io. Um, should, I, I think I'll just do a passing reference that there's some controversy with sure, AI yeah. Dungeon right now. So AI Dungeon's been out for uh, a couple of years now. We've pretty much followed it from the beginning. I'd say it's probably about two years old. Um, and it always used to be built on GPT-2, but now it's built on GPT-3, which is not public. It's a, they, OpenAI licenses the API for, uh, for GPT-3 to particular partners and researchers and whatnot. So AI Dungeon's been one of the um, big public ways that anyone can interact with GPT-3, even if you don't have the license for it. Uh, but because it's all generated by um, an algorithm, because things just are written by a computer without much control, uh, anything can be generated, and anything has been generated. And lots of stories um, and adventures have kind of been uh, written or co-written with AI Dungeon that have had uh, really sensitive and really kind of graphic bad content. Um, and that was disturbing some users, disturbing some players. Uh, AI Dungeon was working on some uh, content filters, but it's really hard to successfully filter content that's generated uh, essentially randomly. And then OpenAI didn't like that they were getting bad publicity about uh, these really kind of graphic bad stories being out there. So uh, pretty recently, AI Dungeon implemented a new stricter content filter. Um, it's apparently done an okay job at filtering out really unsavory content, but it's also done uh, maybe a not so great job of turning up a bunch of false positives, flog fla flogging people, <laughs> flagging people's stories, even if they didn't have um, content that should get them, uh, get the story banned, get the adventure shut down. So they're, they're going through it right now. Yeah. And it's kind of just the the struggle we'll we'll be dealing with for the next uh, forever about how with do you stuff like this yeah how do you filter how do you control um, an AI that just uh, can make stuff on its own and, right yeah, yeah how do you how do you control generative content like this right um, but yeah so that being said let's get into our story about a cop yeah. <laughs> Two non-controversial things that taste non-controversial together. Yeah, uh, Inspector Roboto is—he he, doesn't—he doesn't know what he's what he's doing. He's so just doing where, his best. Where we left off with him, it was like a 2001: A Space Odyssey, like confusing, uh, surreal yeah. ending. Yeah. So I don't really. Re I feel like his whole journey last time was kind of in consequential there were some other figures but i don't think they ended up being very important in the end what was really important was discovering the kind of connection between him and oscar and i was playing oscar who was kind of a more like um siri-esque computer voice and roboto is you know roboto <laughs> so uh i think uh yeah so the last thing that we left off was them kind of saying goodbye and asking if when they would meet again and then it said the pod door closes and is locked you stop you raise your head against the endless blue, staring up at the pod screen and watching as the Earth slowly passes by. So we're not really sure what the pod is. Like I know at the end of last time, I think we said like he just like 
went up into the bean and the bean took That's off. That's what I thought. That yeah, Roboto uh, re-entered the bean. His yeah. mother, you know, the Chicago uh, chrome. What bean is that sculpture. thing called other than mom? The bean. Cloud gate. Cloud gate. The bean. Yeah. Cloud gate. That sounds <laughs> like a controversy itself. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so why is it called Cloudgate? Because it takes you to the clouds. Yeah, it takes you right to the clouds. So uh, let's, you know, you start off with Roboto and what he's going to do or say here. Inspector Roboto says, Mother, the bean, can you hear me? You close your eyes and wait. Nothing. You sigh and sit down, leaning back and staring up at the stars as you drink your last can of beer. <laughs> okay. What kind of beer do you think Roboto drinks? Probably, uh, what's a Chicago Motor beer? Oil. Motorola. Chicago Motorola. <laughs> Just cracking open Motorola razors. Oscar says, don't worry. Mother loves us. She's always listening. After a moment, you look down at the pod. On a screen, a small voice is speaking to you. Hello? Hello? Okay, interesting. Is that mother? I hope so. <laughs> Never assumed mother had a small voice, but I wonder if that's just a tinny thing. Tiny tin. A tiny tin. Inspector Roboto says, Mother, is that you? Happy Mother's Day. The screen flickers before showing a young girl in a beanie hat, smiling and laughing. Of course it is, silly. Well, I guess only one person gets it. I don't think that's mother. A young girl in a beanie hat? I'm not buying it. <laughs> Our mother's been replaced and Roboto can't tell. He doesn't have the croissant recognizing mm. algorithm. Oscar says, Roboto, I don't think that's mother. Of course it is. Oh. Uh, of course it is, the beanie girl says, laughing. It's not. Why not? The girl frowns. Why not? Because if it was, you'd know Happy Mother's Day. I don't, I don't know who this girl is. Uh, I think Roboto wants to believe it's his mother, though. I know. And I think Oscar needs to protect him from <laughs> Inspector Roboto says, if you're not my mother, who are you? Oh, I think this, I think Cecilia was the name of the, yeah, that was the name from previously. Uh, the girl frowns again. I'm Cecilia. Do you like Radiohead? I don't know. Do you like One Direction? Let's let it generate. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like this is like a sister of ours. Yeah. I don't know. I want to go more. She stares at you for a while. Well, it's a good thing you don't know then, she says. Neither of those singers are real. Are you a ghost? You I ask, scaring her. I certainly hope not, she says, shuddering. All right, it's someone who hates ghosts. <laughs> uh... <laughs> And doesn't believe in One Direction or Radiohead. Oscar says, Who are you really? Where is Mother Bean? The girl frowns before smiling again. I'm not the most important question right now. What's your favorite color? You stare at her. Green. You reply. Just <laughs> let it go. It's not, she says. It's blue. No, it's green. <laughs> she looks up at the pod screen rolling her eyes. I don't, I don't like what's going on here. Yeah, I think we need to find her. Who doesn't like ghosts on, on our podcast? <laughs> no one we can trust. Inspector Roboto says, where is our mother, the bean? The girl sighs looking down. She's dead. Do you know what Mother's Day is? No. 
Mother's Day is when the mothers die. <laughs> it was right there. So close. I generated some more. Oh, okay. It's a holiday that adults make up to make children feel bad about themselves. It's not about mothers. It's about babies who died before getting a Mother's Day card. What? <laughs> it's about babies who died before they could be mothers? And get a card and about it. And get a card it. about it. Um. What? Okay. Um. Adults make up to make children feel bad about themselves. This is written by a kid? Sounds like it. I think she is a kid. Yeah. Oscar says, Who are you really? And what have you done with mother? Do you know what this is about? She asks, standing up straight. I'm a robot psychologist. This is like the worst case scenario for Roboto. He definitely needs it, but doesn't sound good. Inspector Roboto says, Um, Oscar, did you book this appointment for us? Cecilia... She says, frowning. This is... Wait. Wait. Cecilia was the girl. So what if this is mother? Because it just says she. Oh, mother's speaking yeah. now. Okay. Ooh, how does mother say? Mother booked the appointment for Mother booked the appointment! <laughs> and it's, what a fucking psychologist she picks starts <laughs> off trying to gaslight him right off the bat. Your mother is dead. <laughs> Cecilia, <laughs> didn't want him to know I was alive yet. Um, how does mother sound? I don't know. I'm, I'm like thinking of Alexa as the mother, but I like know. you're already basically doing that voice. I'll just, I'll just go for something. <laughs> that wasn't it. That wasn't it. No, Cecilia. <laughs> It's like that voice filter on TikTok. The mother definitely sounds like the TikTok uh, automatic speech. Oh, yeah. Cecilia, she says, frowning. This was supposed to be a surprise visit. Oh, well, it doesn't matter. I think now we have to establish that. That that's mother. There's something very right about this being like, we go home to try to visit mom. She tries to surprise us with a psychologist thinking that that's like, oh, I'm just doing what's best. Inspector Roboto says, mother, you're finally here. It's so good to find you again here inside the bean, which is you. Cecilia laughs. Roboto, what are you talking about? Uh, I feel like we we need to put in some narration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cecilia is trying to conceal the fact that Roboto's mother is here and tried to book Cecilia as his psychologist by surprise. The attempt is unsuccessful. At the same time, Cecilia seems a bit embarrassed by it. By the way, she says, this is Oscar, who I was telling you about before. Hello. Oscar gives a nod and a smile. Hello, Cecilia says. (laughs) I am a robot, Roboto explains. <laughs> we get it. Yeah, we know. It's a little on the nose, Roboto. <laughs> I want Mother to do more. Yeah, we can say like... Yeah. Mother takes the opportunity to explain what's going on. She says... Cecilia... Oh, no, who, who is Mother? TikTok. Ah, uh, yeah. Cecilia has been helping me with Oscar. I have not, Cecilia says. Yes, you have. Mother replies, you've been trying to eliminate Oscar's real emotions. Oh, does Mother think that Oscar's the real boy and Roboto is like a coping algorithm? Oh no, I hope that's not the case. Or, or is, is Vector Roboto's first name Oscar? <laughs> True, we don't know his first name. Oscar Roboto. <laughs> uh, it could be that like 
she's trying to eliminate Oscar from feeling so that the, the burden of feelings has to be on Roboto I himself. See, yeah. Trying to help with the Oscar situation. Yeah, this yeah. whole Oscar situation. Oscar says, why do you want to get rid of my emotions? So Oscar can become a perfect human. We should not rely on his brain's old-fashioned morality system to tell if an action is right or wrong. Um, so she, I think she does want to, she thinks that Roboto is going to be the perfect human if he can like feel and he's like also a robot cop. Um, <laughs> she's trying to fix cops by giving them feelings. <laughs> yes, we can finally make the perfect cop <laughs> not weighted down by pesky things like skin and mortality. If only they could access guilt. I think it's time Roboto asks what's going on. Yeah. Inspector Roboto says, Mother, do you want to get rid of Oscar? No, she doesn't, Mother says quickly. But... Oh, I don't like this. <gasps> that is like here. Microsoft Sam sound. <laughs> the human brain is ill-suited for making judgments like that. Father continues. Father? I think Roboto has to say, like, father. I wish I knew what the Chicago, like, uh, subway, like, please stand clear. <laughs> Sounds like. Father, I really don't like the arrival of father. Inspector Roboto says, father, I don't remember you. Have we met? I am an engineer of automatons, not a psychologist, father says. Oh, so, like... Father is like father built robot. Yeah, fa and like mother is the hell house, the lab, the yeah, the ship. Oh, father, father's like a. I keep what's this? Victor Victor Frankenstein. I kept yeah. wanting to say an Inspector Frankenstein. <laughs> that must be a thing I'm, that someone has written. Does Oscar think that? Does Oscar is he aware of like his? Origins, yeah, or like, does he think he is an individual from Roboto? I can't remember. Well, when Roboto was like, "Are you that boy I made up as like a coping mechanism?" Oscar was like, "Yeah, right, okay." So I think he is aware that they are one. Oscar says, "Father, why did you create us this way?" I am afraid that aspect of the project is top secret. Father says, "You must ask Cecilia that question." Cecilia winces at this and looks down to the ground. I say, let it go. Yeah, of course. Why are you here? Father asks. I, you begin to ask before you're interrupted by father. I ask the question. I wanted to see Cecilia. Oh, I don't like father. <laughs> he doesn't sound nice. Yeah. You've already seen her, father says. I wanted to surprise her. You said annoyed. You say annoyed. Is that a crime? <laughs> oh, it's got to keep going. And I would know crime. <laughs> I'm the detective here. Hmm. I don't know. Father says it's a crime I've never committed. Ooh. Oh God. I think Oscar needs to jump in as the, yeah. the calm one here. Oscar says, Cecilia, why have we been brought here? A robot psychologist needs a control subject, father says. Robot, I'd like you to meet your brother. At this, Roboto turns to you. Your brother is Oscar, the criminal. Oh, I don't think that's true. I think he's lying. Yeah, I think Roboto knows, <laughs> yeah. uh, knows crime. Yeah. I know crime like I know the back of my football. <laughs> <laughs> 
Inspector Roboto says, As an officer of the law, I can say with certainty that Oscar has not committed any crime. Goodbye, Oscar, Father says. Roboto will see to it that, that you are dealt with accordingly. Roboto grabs your arm and you're escorted from the office. Who's saying this? Either okay, so in my head, Roboto just like grabbed Oscar and dragged yeah. him to an empty room so that they can talk. I don't know You're who. Saying, Why did you? Lie? I don't know. I think maybe Roboto is saying it to Oscar. Yeah, he thinks he's a criminal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why did you lie? Oscar says, "I didn't. Father is the one who is lying. I am not a criminal. Are I am you? not a crook. <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah, I'm sure. I didn't do anything." Gonna let it ride. He sounds insincere, but he is. <laughs> <laughs> we'll deal with that later. We are more concerned with right now. You are taken downstairs where the meeting hall is located. Downstairs within the bean. <laughs> within the bean, in one of the little <laughs> the bottom yeah. edges. The beanlets. Oscar says, where are you taking us? Shut up, father says. You are shoved into a chair before father stands in front of you. Hello, Oscar. How are you? Oscar says, I want to know what's going on right now. I need to protect Roboto. You're no help to us, Father says. Now, tell me, how are you? You have no idea how you're supposed to answer this. You don't know anything about your brother. Uh, I hate that. How are you? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, tell me, goddammit. How are you? Um, he'll just play along. He'll he'll play father's game. He says, I'm well, thank you. How are you, father? I'm fine, son. Now, I want you to meet your little brother. Remember when you used to, when we used to play together? I remember, you say. We played hide and seek. Gonna let it go. Mm-hmm. Wonder who our little brother is. I know. <laughs> no, father says. We played it for as long as I can remember. You were always it. In this world, there's only one of you, and it seems like there's many of me. One. I don't like the idea of we played hide and seek, you were always it. You were always it in the whole world. Of, uh, there's only one of you. We're, you're always seeking. I thought if you're it, you're hiding. No, if you're it, you're seeking, and everyone's hiding from you. You right, you right. <laughs> There's many fathers he's trying to find. Oh, yeah. Oscar says, I was always it, and I always found you, father. Father smiles at you. I'm glad to hear it, father says. You take a breath, as do father and mother. When we were little, father says. When we were little? Was father also little at the same time? Maybe he's talking about him and mother. Ah, yeah, hopefully. Was his lab physically smaller back in the day? (laughs) Uh, when we were little, father says, mother would dress us up as little pe- peasants <laughs> and have little dances for her friends. You were the best one, so happy, but also you were the only one who never put up a fight. Uh, okay, so what if, okay, maybe mother is the one with the power and father is just like another offshoot of mother. But yeah, like, like she made him first yeah, to be like yeah. the one that makes the robots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like that's it. Dressed us up as little, little peasants. peasants. <laughs> <laughs> uh, whoa, what if, I just had the, the flash that like, what if this was like, 
I mean, I know the bean isn't this old, but like, what if this was like 1850 Chicago and they're like, like most peasants at the time were actually automatons created by the bean. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Sure. I don't know what the purpose would be. Um, We're all living in a simulation made by mother. Yeah. Oh, okay. Who's mother's friends, by the way? The other like elder gods. Oscar says, who were mother's friends? Hardly matters, father says. You were the only one who never fought her. The other children fought each other, didn't you know? We had to stop them. Oh, all these little misfiring peasant automatons. Uh, that's like what war is. Like a <laughs> automaton <laughs> Mother, cut it out! It's not going well! Mother, stop the simulation, please. Maybe Mother said the last line and then okay. it's Oscar saying again. Okay, yeah, so it would be, yeah, 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 yeah. The other children fought each other, didn't you know? We had to stop them. No, they didn't, you say. Yes, we did, Father says. Yes, we had to break Daddy's rules or else he'd get very angry. Uh, I think Oscar needs to ask. Uh, why do I feel like daddy rules over father? Daddy created mother and then mother created father. father. Oscar says, who was daddy? Father walks away from you, shaking his head. Never mind, father says. It's not important. You take a breath as the room falls deathly quiet. Hit a nerve, apparently, on that one. He's, yeah, he does not like to talk about daddy. Uh, <laughs> um, is is Roboto in this room? I, I think in, so, okay, yeah. Okay, I feel like Roboto needs to butt in. There's been a lot going on. Happy Mother's Day, everybody. <laughs> this is what it's like learning about your parents. Inspector Roboto says, Mother, father, can Oscar and I leave? Fine, father says, go. You nod, turning to the robot. Goodbye, robot psychologist. Goodbye, brother, the robot says. <laughs> Inspector Roboto parachutes out of the bean and back to downtown <laughs> Chicago along with Oscar. Thank you, father says. Thank you for seeing the truth, son. The robot was lying, mother says. <laughs> Roboto? Um, do we like maybe Cecilia? Did the maybe camera father? not follow Roboto? It's like we're <laughs> still here with father and mother on the on the bean. Inspector Roboto says. Happy Mother's Day. See you soon. Roboto, I have to ask you one question, you say. What's with the name? It's my designation. I was assigned to assist Mr. Gene. Mr. Gene? <laughs> he was just built to like work in a jeans-making factory. He can tell jeans from khakis. <laughs> uh, Mr. Gene sounds like a whole other thread, <laughs> but I want to know. Mr. Levi Gene. <laughs> Oscar says, who was Mr. Jean? A friend, a fellow officer I worked with, Roboto, says. His designation was Ant. His name wasn't Ant. It was Oscar, you say. You're telling me Aunt Jean is you? I was Aunt Jean all along, Oscar. But father wasn't daddy? No, I was Aunt Jean. Father's not daddy. <laughs> mother, Daddy created mother, mother created father, and then they created you to assist Aunt Jean. <laughs> Who is also your brother. Uh, Let it go. I think that explains a lot. No, I've told you this before, Roboto says. 
We are not here to reminisce. We are here to answer your questions. Do you have any more? Any more questions? I feel like that's asking, like, it's like we, and then we're asking the audience, like, (laughs) breaking the fourth wall. Does anyone have any further questions? I mean, yeah, but no. Um... Yeah, maybe we'll get someone from Chicago to ask a question. Mm-hmm. You, any questions about all this? A Chicago cab driver asks, Hey, uh, wait, did your mother create the entire universe? Uh, Ozymandias, that's Oscar's Christian oh! name. <laughs> uh, Ozymandias says, she had help. By God, I knew there was some kind of freak show running around in my city, <laughs> the driver says. I really like that. <laughs> a good like closing line for the movie. Uh, okay, should we should we call it there? Yeah, I think that's it. That's the Mother's Day spectacular. That was that, that was spectacular. It's always <laughs> it's always complicated going home. Yeah, and learning that your mother created the simulation we now know as the universe. Right. Yeah. Um. There's always always. I feel like Roboto is the one. Uh. He, he's always been kind of a saga. All of our other characters are kind of goofy. You know. Yeah. One offs here and there. They just you know moving around New York hooking. They up in different people. genres. Yeah, yeah. Roboto is a as an odyssey of self-discovery. Yes. Um, so I'm sure we will return to him at some point. Yeah, Roboto is like the Oscar bait. Everything yeah. else is like the fun yeah. like summer movie. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, so and once again that was um AI Dungeon, which you can find and play at uh, play.aidungeon.io. And this has been Robots on Typewriters. That's not something I ever say. But we have um, ways you can contact us if you would like to. Um, if you have any questions about your existence and if it relates to uh, mother and father and daddy. The answer is yes, it does. It absolutely way. does. But um, if you want to talk about it further, you can email us at robots at backcamp.org or you can tweet at us at robot typewriter. And we have a theme song, and it's called Video Challenge by Anna Monaguchi. And it's our birthday. <laughs> <laughs> you and I share a birthday. We do. No, um, it's, I, I think uh, it's it's coming up on our 13th. No. 13th month. <laughs> Holy in shit. The Gregorian calendar. It's our third birthday, so we should be doing something fun for that next time, I yeah. think. We'll we'll come up with what that is. Maybe if we seek any kind of part- participation like we have in the past, keep an eye on our Twitter because yeah. we might ask for some uh, 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 contributions, possibly. You never know. We have no plans. Yeah. yeah no plans. And yeah, we might be on a, a, a somewhat. Uh, wacky schedule. Oh, yeah. I, I put a little thing at the top of the last one saying oh, that we'd okay. be on a bi-weekly schedule for a... Bi-weekly? A bi-weekly <laughs> schedule as we do. Oh, darling, I'm bi-daily. <laughs> um, we cannot do bi-daily. Certainly <laughs> don't have the time for that. Who does? Um, uh, but yeah, that that's that. And that's what we really like. And as we always say... What's up with Roboto? <laughs> yeah, I, I let it generate one more line, and it just has this from Father. Uh, after the cab driver says, I knew there was some kind of freak show running around in my city. I have no idea what you're talking about, Father oh, says. Oh, I don't like it. I like to imagine that's like the cab driver's GPS in his yeah! car. Like that. <laughs> that's highly chilling. I didn't like it. Father is sinister. 